Hello, and my name is Pete Rushmer, and I'm your host today of A Half Dozen Things podcast. A Half Dozen Things is a podcast for business owners just like you. Whether you're an underdog hungry for success, or you're already smashing it, but want to continue to level up, we are here each week for you to get insight and learning from the very best in the business. No fluff, no BS, and no self-proclaimed gurus talking about how easy business or life is. So the uh, the red light's rolling, and I'm joined today by Mr. Vickers, the training guy. Look at us flashing off our new uh, our new headlines on uh, on on Streamyard. What do you reckon, mate? I love it, love it. Yeah, the ability to to edit our names there. And I saw Pete's come. I said the founder, and I thought. Ah, what am I going to be then? Where do I, where do I fit in in all the all oh, the training guy? Yeah. yeah, I don't know whether I need a better name to be fair. But no, no, um, I, like yeah, that. I, think that, I think that's good. I think that's good. I like that. Yeah, no, no, I do. Right. It's great. Cool. Oh, I yeah. should have like gen- general dog's body or um <laughs> I don't know chief, chief dolphin trainer or something like that. That's one of Pete White's <laughs> favourites. Uh, how's things been, mate? All right, it's been a little while since you've been on the Half Dozen Things podcast. How's things? Yeah, no, um, all very busy. Um, very busy with delivering um, transport manager training. Um, we've had a success. Well, we, I say successful. We haven't had the results yet, but we've had another really good um, session um, at our headquarters. Um, we've we've uh, we had some great people on that course. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, brilliant. I'm now out and about on the road again, um, delivering um, transport manager training. So I'm in the middle of week two of the, the first of two courses, if that makes sense. So for the next five weeks, I'll be uh, all transport managering. Mate, back to back, back to back. Do you want to just check, yeah. check, check, do you want to just check your mic set up correctly? Oh. You, you sounded potentially a little bit echoey, but it's hard to tell on on the Ooh, app here, Mike. So just have a little look at that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk for a minute. So, um, thank you, listeners, for joining us. Mike's obviously a busy guy at the minute, and um, I wanted to get him on the podcast to talk about what our New Year's resolutions were and how we're getting on because we're about six weeks from January, and I know that Mike's been on a bit of a journey, as have mm. I. Um, and some of you may think we look like a shadow of our former selves if you've seen us before on YouTube. So um, I wanted to just check in with Mike because I saw him the other day and he literally looked like he was wasting away in front of me. So um, I know we've both been quite uh, strict on the old diets and uh, exercise as well. So I wanted to just sort of check in and sort of see how see how that was going. I know there's been a lot of changes uh, for me. I've been um, busy. Uh, I've, I've signed up to like an online coaching program uh, which has been really really good um, and I've really enjoyed it shout out to Dave Jones um, because I've, um, I've I just think he's done a fantastic job he sort of set me a training program and sort of coached me on my calories I'm down to like 1900 calories a day at the moment which is pretty pretty tricky for me because yeah. I am yeah, a bit of a fatty yeah. Yeah. um so yeah and obviously uh, I know you'd had uh, you'd had some really good results as well did you need to change the mic setting Michael was is, it all right is that any better is that is that it's that sounds good to me mate sounds good to yeah, me I, Mike, Mike I and his mic are all sorted yeah the mic guy yeah no I, I think I had it turned I think I had somehow I had the volume turned down on it but no, that's uh, that's a really interesting. Pit. Actually, it's on the back of a. It was on the back of a, a um, half dozen things. Um, I think you did. A, I, don't, I can't remember if it was a live one or whatever. But um, 
we talked about New Year's resolutions and only 16% of New Year's resolutions work. So it, for That's me, right. it was on the kind of back of that, really, that I, I, um, I've decided to prove, I'm going to prove to Pete that I'm one of the 16% that it, it does work. Which is interesting because we're both proven that, mate, to be fair. The reverse psychology going on there, I think, wasn't there? Maybe, maybe a little yeah. bit. I am. I must say, my head's very shiny in this office. I'm not. I'm not a big it's fan of how shiny my head yeah. is. Um, but anyway, yes, yeah, the old panel uh, LED stuff in it. But anyway, anyway, right. So tell me, what have you? Uh, what have you been up to, mate? What have you been doing, and and how's it worked for you? What was your so, New Year's resolution, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna, I'll cast you back, if I may. I'll cast you back to. Um, a period of time in uh, back as if we want to go back as far as 2008 or slightly before 2008, I'd I'd sort of by that time I'd finished doing any sort of sports or anything like on an organised level. I was getting on a bit by that time, and I I did a, I did something really really crazy. I, I ran uh, I, I trained for and ran a marathon, um, and I have to say, I mean, you know, I know my kids probably won't listen to this and, and uh, podcast. I'm quite safe in saying it. Running the marathon and completing it was probably the, one of the best days of my my entire life. It was an amazing experience. Uh, I did it up in Edinburgh, and uh, it was just an it's just amazing experience. And I vowed that was in 2008. I vowed that one day I would be back to do it again, and I never did. Uh, and it, you know, I ended up. Um, Moving, moving jobs and various other things uh, going on in life as it as it happens. I've never really got back into the groove of running. And at, at one point, I would have, I would have, you know, not been able to get through a day without running. Um, you know, it, it was that I was addicted. You could say it was, and I think it's the endorphins that release in your brain and and all the rest of it that gets you addicted to it. But anyway, I ended up putting a lot of weight on, and I did manage to shift some. I used to do a, a little bit of biking, cycling. Uh, I did manage to shift some, but um, I've ended up getting into some really, really bad habits So I ha- uh, when it came to eating um, and particularly being out on the road. Um, you go into a fuel station, you fill up with fuel and the Mars bars and, 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 uh, and packets of crisps are just sort of looking at you and saying, you really do need me. And um, it's very, very difficult to, to turn that down. So. Having ballooned my weight to the biggest I've ever been, uh, I thought it's about time I, I did something about it. So up until last week, without any exercise, I haven't started any form of really serious gym or exercise or even running because it's too dark still out on the roads to do to do road running. Uh, and I'm embarrassed, to be honest. And I think that's something that people... You know, I live in the middle of nowhere and I'm embarrassed to walk, run up and down the road in case somebody sees me. So, you know, um, I, I do plan to do some work in the in the garage. I've got a treadmill. I haven't done as yet until last week. Uh, I happen to be staying at a hotel that had a gym. So the exercise has only just come into it, but I've just uh, hit a stone. So I've lost a stone since basically. Mate, that's since incredible. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible, mate. That's really good. Really, really good. What's the target? What are you aiming for? Well, on the holiday in uh, in July, so I'm, I kind of got it in in my head that I would lose at least two stone by the holiday in July. Which, to be honest, I look probably I'm going to be on track on on now. So, I, I brought that forward to somewhere in the middle of April. I, I'd I'd aim to do um, two stone by the middle of April. So, no, good good for you, mate. So I started. 
I started off, uh, I was 115 kilos I weighed in at the beginning of January, which is, What's that I, in think, real give, I think give or take, it's about 17 stone. Yeah. So, and I'm only five foot 10, so I'm not, uh, I'm not the tallest, uh, 17 stone in kilos. Uh, yeah. Oh, 17 stone is a hundreds, 108 kilos. So oh. I'm actually even more, it's maybe even 18 stone. That's just, Better check that. 18 stone in kilos, 114 kilos. There we go. So I was 18 stone. Um, and I want to get down to 100 kilos, which is 100 kg. It's probably, I think, around 15, yeah, 15 and a half stone. I'd like to be about 15 stone, I think, by the end of yeah. the year. Anyway, all this different change in money and variations. Anyway, but yeah, I, um, I've, uh, I've managed to shift six kilos. Yeah. Which is so six kilos. I don't think it's quite a stone. I don't yeah, think yeah. I've done nearly, isn't it? Just yet. part of, isn't it? Yeah, six so kg in stone, 0.95 of a stone. Being a, of, being a, uh, being a, a shift. Yeah, that's that's good, isn't it? Yeah, being a trainer, I've always got a little rhyme for that sort of stuff, and it's uh, two and a quarter pounds of jam equals one kilogram. So, uh, yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Never, never miss an opportunity in the training world, do we, to get a little rhyme in like no, that? No, mate. Got to. Plenty yeah, more where that it. came from. Do you know what? I found it I found it really difficult, though, cutting down the calories because I, I love eating. So I'm kind of the opposite. I've, I love eating, but I love training as well. So I've always tra- I've trained really hard. And I've continued to train hard in January, although my trainer, Dave, has had me doing two leg sessions a week which I would normally skip leg day, full stop. So I'd yeah. be lucky if I got one a week, if not one and one a month. Um, and I'd often train upper body rather than my legs. But yeah, I've been doing two leg sessions a week, um, which I think is supposed to be good for ongoing burning of calories. And um, yeah, I've been uh, training away in the gym and uh, I'd, I've sort of cut down from 2,000, uh, 300 calories. I think I started out at and I'm down to like 1,900 calories at the minute. And um, it makes you, I'll tell you what, it makes you make some good choices. I've not been oh, yeah. perfect by any stretch. I've not been perfect. I have had those. I went to do an audit on Friday at uh, customers and he'd bought jam donuts just oh. for the day. And I was you like, you can you? Yeah. And I, yeah. And I knew, well, the issue I had was I knew I was going out Friday night. I knew I was going out for dinner on Friday night. So I was kind of, I knew I wanted to keep aside. So we'd pre ordered as well. So I knew I'd ordered, I think I'd ordered 1,100 calories of food. Yeah. Uh, for Friday night, so I knew I only had a few, and he was insistent I had a donut, so that was 245 calories on Friday that I really didn't need for this yeah. Tesco jam yeah. donut. Um, but yeah, so some of the things that I've used to help, I, I just sort of what, what it's roughly I've discovered an app called NutriCheck. NutriCheck, uh, I was just do you know what? We didn't compare notes before that we started doing this, and I it's exactly what I use, yeah, yeah, as it we right, well, there you go. So, yeah, yeah I was gonna say, we've just done this on the hoof. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, NutriCheck is what I've been using. I, I had for years and years been using uh, my fitness pal when I was sort yeah. of going through fits and spurts of doing stuff, but I found that it was quite Americanized. So there's a big recommendation from me. NutriCheck, I think it was like 25, 30 quid for the year. Yeah. Um, but it's very UK based and it has everything in there, you know, everything you you normally eat, or you can even scan barcodes, can't you? Yeah. If you're eating fast yeah. and stuff, you can actually scan the barcodes do it all the time it's, it's dead easy I mean, i'm a technophobe and it's dead easy for me to keep a track of my yeah. calories, the barcode scanner and and as you say it's it, it's not americanified so 
it, whatever whatever we call food, if you can't find the barcode, whatever we call food, if you just type it in there, it, it comes up with it. Hi, it's Pete from Flagship Partners. We're proud to sponsor a Half Dozen Things podcast. Flagship Partners help their clients become safer, greener, and greater through a range of consultancy and training services. We offer audits through to risk assessments, contracts through to support with managing your culture, all the way from mandatory training through to management training as well. So if you need any support, please do get in touch with Flagship Partners today. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, I've also got my my other new treat that I treated myself. I've got this aura <laughs> ring that I've bought, which uh, basically tells me how I sleep and how my readiness is each day, oh, wow. uh, rather than my ready break. Uh, it tells yeah. me my readiness. So basically, what it does is it um, it sits on your finger and it measures. It can measure all the oxygen in my blood, how much oxygen's in my blood. Um, it measures my sleep really accurately. So I, I got fed up of wearing a smartwatch, which tracked all of my steps and all my activity and everything yeah, like that, yeah. because I prefer to wear a proper watch. Hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the, the smart, it's a smart ring. The smart ring is the, um, is the, the new thing. And uh, yeah, I've really found it very interesting. So one of my friends has got one as well. And we're regularly screenshotting and WhatsApping each other, our sleep data from uh the previous day but it starts off yeah so it measures your sleep so today i'm on 76 which is good for my sleep rating i had six hours 21 of sleep last night which is red uh everything else was pretty good apart from my REM sleep 36 yeah. minutes apparently uh i only got 36 minutes of REM sleep but i did get nearly three hours of deep sleep apparently Absolutely. and then yeah my, my readiness today is 76 uh because i've not been getting enough sleep recently so i've been trying to prioritize uh prioritize that and it gives me i don't even know what my hrv reading means hrv reading i need to look that up hrv heart rate something i would imagine wouldn't it heart rates heart rate variability yeah there we go yeah highly sensitive metric yeah between top and bottoms of your scale you yeah yeah the idea is you keep it yeah Keep it tight, yeah. It basically, tight, yeah. although although I was training in the gym this morning, and I must have, I think I trained a bit too hard because I started feeling a bit lightheaded this morning. Um, I've not had anything to to eat or prepare or anything, but um, yeah, it was um, yeah. I think I'd I'd properly properly gone for it and pushed myself quite hard. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, fifty to hundred signal compromised health, and above hundred are healthy. A higher HRV correlates with better health, resilience, and increased fitness. There we go. So that that so, yeah, it's yeah, it's been it's been really interesting actually. The ring's been revolutionary for me. But it doesn't look like it. so. It connects obviously. It's connect. It's connected to an app or something, is it? Yeah, so that's right. Yeah, basically. Before. Yeah, so like inside the ring, I don't know if you can see on the cameras, but inside it's black mm-hmm. and it's got it's got like all like these chip and data and everything like that inside the ring which is like reading obviously your heart rate and everything through the pulse through your finger Um, and it can tell when you're falling asleep and yeah so i think one of the things i've realized is that i've always tried to out exercise a poor lifestyle i suppose so i've always exercised and exercised and exercised because i enjoy doing it and i've probably not eaten as well as i could have done and probably not slept as well as i could have done and now i'm trying to 
I'm trying to find a bit of a balance. I balance. guess that sounds a little balance. bit like, you know, um, I always struggle with it. When people talk about wellness, I often struggle mm. a little bit with uh, with that stuff. But one of the things that I do pick up now that I'm looking and monitoring my sleep a lot more, uh, I do notice how my productivity varies based on the level, how much my sleep does affect it. Because unless you know or look at it, yeah. you don't really realise. And there's oftentimes, you know, um, if I've had a poor night's sleep, the the thing will flash off at me, tell it, you know, the app will flash off at me, telling me you've not had enough sleep. You need to take it easy today. Um, and uh, that's actually quite a hard thing. And I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people will sort of laugh and go, oh, Pete always takes it easy anyway. It's not, <laughs> not really a thing. But actually, in reality, I don't. I probably push myself too hard. Um, and certainly with um, a fear of burnout over the past probably couple of years i would have thought that if yeah. I, you know when you sort of teeter on the edge of potential burnout because you're working so hard all the time and uh, and you're sort of always on particularly in my role i was telling mike earlier today for the listeners that you know we're recording this on a monday uh, but on saturday i'd been out doing sort of parental duties one two in the morning my 17 year old daughter uh, needed picking up from a party and then that morning at five to seven i had a customer on the phone asking where his driver CPC trainer was for the yeah. day, you know, and uh, my phone is basically because of what I do. It is you oh, know, it, there's the time, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. You get drivers ringing at all times of the day, customers yeah. ringing at any time of the day. There's very little real respect for personal time. I think generally speaking uh, in the sector we're in and um, uh, finding a way to prioritize sleep and diet and exercise is really I think probably there's people listening going, yeah, I need to do something about that. But I imagine there's people who probably aren't doing all three or any yeah. of the three. Just, just so, surviving. You know. Yeah, just really surviving without any plan. But you're, no, you're dead right there, Pete, about the, the, the balance and exercise. I can't, once upon a time, I would have been able to exercise my way out of a bad lifestyle because, but as you get older, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm sort of getting on a bit now, um, I can't do that because my, you know, my knees and all the rest of it, I've got no problem. I don't have any issues with, with them as such, but you know, your kind of body physically doesn't, doesn't want to be, you know, getting up and doing a, you know, a five, six, seven mile run um, because the recovery time is so, is so great. So what I've, I've purposely stayed away from exercise. I've purposely tried to manage it with diet rather than exercise. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to introduce a little bit of exercise in, um, I do a bit of walking. I do a fair bit of walking, of course. And also, I I'm a tra I, get, I guess a lot of trainers like, but I'm a trainer. I'm always on my feet. I don't sit down. I mean, I wouldn't. I couldn't dream of a trainer sitting down and doing a class. You know, I am literally on my feet. And I walk mm -hmm. around and and so I do. I do a fair few steps a day anyway. I've always done that. But yeah, you're right. No, you try to manage out of poor lifestyle choices with exercise, and that's okay when you're a little bit younger. But as you get on, you, you can't do that. You can't, uh, I think, you know, sort of burning the candle from both ends, as it were, in, in terms of exercise and food. So, Dad, with me, one of the key things I found, one of the, one of the things is not to eat beyond six o'clock in the evening. That's been a, that's been a game changer, that has, for me, not to, yeah. eat, not to eat beyond six o'clock in the evening. So I always make sure I have breakfast, a good breakfast. And not, I mean, you know, normally it's cereal, but... And if I'm staying away again, if staying away in hotels quite a bit, there's the temptation to have that full English every morning. But uh, no, I will I will alternate it. I'll have 
scrambled egg maybe one morning and then the next morning I'll just have the continental breakfast. But um, so, um, yeah, making, making those, so eating beyond six o'clock. I don't eat beyond six o'clock. It's been a game changer for me. Um, yeah. So have a good breakfast, but be, be sensible, um, and then uh, eat little and often through the day. Not well, not off, not often really. Eat little through the day, you know, more fruit. I try to do that. What you're doing now, drinking, Pete's swigging a drink. I desperately try to drink more water, and I just can't get round to it. I, it's just not something that's really sticking with me. Eating, drinking water, something I've never done. And um, in fact, when I was training for the marathon. People gave you some advice on drinking, on hydration. They, they're always giving you advice. I tra- When I was training, I never drank during a run, never. And I attempted it for the very first time during the marathon. And I wish I hadn't done because I almost choked. <laughs> I almost keeled over choking. <laughs> there is There's a skill to right? uh, drinking water whilst you're running, yeah. Yeah. There is a skill. There is a Mac to that, mate. There, there is an that. And if you've never practiced it, it's terrible. I was, I was, I was really, really going great guns. And in fact, I, I went, I did, I did the half. I, I just got through the half at uh, two hours and eight minutes, which, which was was lightning pace. Because even then, I wasn't like I've never been small. I've, I've always, I'm not really built for. I tell, you, I tell you what, running. mate. That's that's some going. That's some yeah, going, mate. That is and, well um, done. I saw I saw the water station and I thought, oh, I better give it a go. And I took the actually I took the um, sort of uh, what do you call it the the, the orange type juicy stuff there. And, and I, I took a swig and then Lucas said, yeah. At the next minute, it was coming out my nose and I was choking. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, no, we got round it in the end. And I did slow down for the second half. Maybe I went across a bit too quick, but I'll always blame Matt Lucasade for, uh, for for putting me out. So five five minutes, five hours and eight minutes. I did. Uh, so another in the good, second half took me three hours, whereas the first half only took me yeah. two hours and eight minutes. Mate, so. that's still a solid time. That's better than uh, so I've done it twice, and neither of the times did I do do as quick as that. So I was five and a half first half. Well, I worked out that you could do it in roughly five hours by running all the way, you know, not having a sort of breather or anything, which I kind of managed to, to, to just about do, to be fair. But it's very inspirational, you know, very inspirational. I did a couple of other, I've, I've done several other uh, uh, 10Ks, the, the, the Great South Run, which is a really good, that's obviously in Portsmouth, so um, on uh, on familiar territory down in uh, down in Portsmouth, the uh, and you know I've done done a few of those, but uh, it, they are brilliant. You know the people that do them are amazing. But, yeah, but, absolutely, uh, no, fantastic. Well, um, I hope uh, I hope the listeners have enjoyed listening into uh, our update on our New Year's resolutions, and uh, I'm hoping that they've managed to stick to theirs if they've made them as well. But yeah, drop us uh, drop us a line. What resolutions have you made? Are you uh, are you on with it? Are you part of the sixteen percent? Are you part of the elite? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, if New Year's resolutions one thing, but we're just coming up to a period of time. It's Pancake uh, Day soon, isn't it? So, um, a lot of people, uh, you know, whether you're religious or not, or whether you follow the the, the church calendar or not, is immaterial. But quite often, Lent. Uh, you know, I used to have these sporadic efforts through Lent to try to to uh, to, to get to kickstart a regime, but. Um, it's a good time it. to give something up, isn't it? It's a good time to give something up for sure. And if you if you look at if you look at it, it's forty days. So if you think, well, I'll tell you what, for forty days, I'm going to give up chocolate and crisps or drinking, whatever it might be. Then 
it gives you something to kind of aim at. I always thought that was a good, good, good yeah. reason. And then, well, this will go up just in time for that. So maybe uh, there you go. Time, time to start thinking about Lent. Uh, Mike, you've been a star. I hope, uh, I hope listeners have found this interesting. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. Thank you very much. Cheers. I really hope you loved today's episode. And if you did, please make sure you subscribe and listen out for future episodes too. Please do share it across your social media channels. We hope to reach more and help more people. If you want to find out more about me, my name's Pete Rushmutt. You'll find me across any social media channel and my business, Flagship Partners. And we're your partners in success across your business. Thank you. See you again soon.